Hello, and welcome to the Argus Crude Report, a podcast series on global crude oil markets. I'm Jessica Tran for Argus Media. Libya crude oil production, which is primarily light sweet, has seen a sudden comeback. And with me is Roxandra Iyardake, who follows Mediterranean crude markets, and will talk about how this affects global trade. Thanks so much for your time, Roxandra. Hi, Jessica. Thank you so, so much for having me. So now that you know, you've been following the Libyan oil industry for some time, could you give us some background to this latest restart? Sure. So Libyan production has historically been very closely linked with the political stability within the country. Unfortunately, that has been in a state of turmoil and suffering some kind of civil unrest since 2014. There have been certain escalations between two factions within the country since April last year, which culminated in blockades that effectively shut in production from all onshore western fields and exports from all onshore eastern ports since January. Now, there has been a restart under the terms of a preliminary agreement since the middle of September. This provisional accord kind of set out to only cover one month's duration, but has happily since been informally extended because of a permanent ceasefire deal that was announced uh, at the end of October by the UN between these rival factions. So we are potentially now looking at a full recovery of Libyan supplies. Having said that, you know, Libyan fields because of smaller scale conflict, because of power outages, because of infrastructural collapse, have not always been the most reliable in terms of their production rates. So even though obviously output is rising and the expectation is that we are looking at significant volume re-entering the market, it is a little difficult to envision a precise figure that will be reached. So is this a permanent opening or should we expect the fighting to re-escalate and for production to subsequently uh, halt again? So it's a little bit challenging to call it on the long term. The ceasefire agreement is certainly very promising and the fact that the UN has been and remains very heavily involved in monitoring and mediating this conflict is again a positive sign. That said, regardless of the longer term, Libya has had a phenomenal ability to come back online, just hit the ground running as uh, as the cliche goes, whenever there has been opportunity to export and to produce. And another supportive factor is the, is the fact that oil revenues are essentially the backbone of the Libyan economy. And both both rival factions are very much aware of this and both have an interest in seeing the money come in. So how much production has come back and how how much could come back? So our sources uh, within the country today said that production had reached close to um, 830,000 barrels per day. Uh, The National Oil Corporation around the 23rd of October said it expected to reach 1 million barrels per day within four weeks of then. That compares, to give you just a, a, a quick 
glimpse, it compares with uh, Argus estimates of average production uh, at around 1.1 million barrels per day in December. Last year's high was close to 1.22 million barrels per day, again, according to Argus um, estimates. Having said that, then we, we, we do need to disclaim the fact that uh, the National Oil Corporation has not necessarily been able to carry out all the maintenance that it would have wanted to on the fields that were blockaded, and it hasn't necessarily evaluated all the infrastructural impact of the blockades. So there may be obstacles in the way of fully resuming production that the company itself has not had the chance to assess just yet. And so I guess on the pricing side, have we seen an impact on that yet? The pricing impact has been slightly more modest just because prices for light sweet crudes, which, um, as you mentioned, you know, encompass most of Libyan production, have generally speaking been depressed in the European in, in the European and Mediterranean markets. We're looking at rival flows of, let's say, Algerian Saharan blend, Azeri BTC blend, and also not as much of a newcomer for you uh, in the States, but for us, certainly, you know, West Texas Intermediate, it's um, been gaining a foothold with, with European refiners. And yeah, it, it'll probably take something of a hit. So what are the wider implications for more Libyan oil production? We are potentially looking at 1 million barrels per day of relatively unexpected uh light sweet production hitting the market. Um, Libyan internal consumption is fairly small. So basically most of what they produce will actually be exported. To give you an idea, Algerian production, uh, according to Argus estimates, was close to 910,000 barrels per day over between January and September. So you're already looking at Libyan volumes exceeding that. So on the market side, we are looking at further pressure on rival light sweet crudes like the Algerian flows we mentioned, the Azeri flows we mentioned, uh, the US crude shipments um, into Europe, which according to Vortexa data have been just under 1.2 million barrels per day to date. Um, this is primarily WTI and Eagle Ford, so again, light sweet. Also, just because of lower demand worldwide, there has been an overhang of West African grades, which are also set to suffer because they are also, you know, light sweet or medium sweetish. But even beyond that, uh, from a slightly more macro uh, point of view, you are looking at the OPEC plus coalition and its ongoing output restraint agreement. Now, Libya, Iran, Venezuela, they're all OPEC members who are exempt from actual uh, quotas, but uh, the coalition's joint technical committee, the joint ministerial monitoring committee already in October have had to put in special provisions for a new case that uh, posits sharp increases in Libyan production and lower demand. So this is obviously on their minds and it may well be one of the critical factors that ends up impacting their decision to unwind or to continue their current production um, cuts. Thank you so much for giving us an update on Libyan oil production, Rexandra. Thank you for having me and uh, let's stay tuned. For more information on Argus's crude pricing news and analysis, both globally and more specifically in the Mediterranean, consider subscribing to our Argus crude service. 
you can find more information on this service at www.argusmedia.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us on the next episode of The Crude Report. Thank you.